Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. We're talking again. My body's Welcome to the Swapcast podcast. I'm your host, Paul Mitzi, and with me we have... Lucy Thomas. And... Brendan Levi. Every week we watch an entry in the body swap movie genre, break it down for you, tell you who in the cast is hot or not, find the most ridiculous reviews from around the internet, and finish with some tenuously linked film and TV recommendations. This week we are watching the 1988 comedy 18 Again, starring George Burns, Charlie Schlatter, and Paulie Shaw. The IMDb synopsis of the film states, By means of an accident, the soul of David and his swinging grandfather get swapped. While the grandfather's body is still in a coma, he enjoys having a young body again and repairs some facts in David's life, who he finds not to be as self-confident enough. We always love hearing from our listeners, so send us an email at theswapcastpodcast at gmail.com or hit us up on our socials at the underscore Swapcast on Twitter, the Swapcast podcast on Instagram, or search the Swapcast podcast on Facebook. If you want to support our show, please rate and review us on iTunes. It's the best way for us to get new listeners. A hundred iTunes reviews and we will fulfill our most common fan request to review Face Off. <laughs> so, guys, it's been a while since our last episode. Mm-hmm. A few minor things have happened <laughs> in our lives. <laughs> Uh, namely, Lucy getting married. Congratulations, Lucy. Applause. <laughs> <laughs> How's married life? Um, good. We've been married one month today. Ah, oh, congratulations. Yeah. Happy anniversary. Thank you. Um, obviously, we're not spending it together. Yeah, um, well, there's more important things in life, obviously. Yes, but also, we've been so busy and so it just feels the same. It doesn't feel like we haven't been on a honeymoon or anything like that. So, yeah. just... Uh, you know, kicking along. <laughs> and I've uh, been gallivanting around in Bali for a while uh, as well. So between the wedding and that, it was just really hard to get a new episode out. Mm. So apologies mm. to our listeners. Brendan's been uh, doing like 10 million jobs at once. So <laughs> um, hopefully we can get into a bit more of a regular schedule now in the new year. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, so, this week's movie was actually suggested to us by one of our lovely listeners, Justin. Uh, so, he wrote a really nice email uh, about the film 18 again. He said, uh, this movie is a fucking trip to go back and watch. The women characters are in a grotesque time warp I didn't even notice when I was a kid. The gold digger lady is a good actress playing a role that was written so garish it is fascinating to behold. It always kind of says a lot about an era to see in which ways they exaggerate the comic relief clown characters. I also love how the bully character does like one rude thing to the hero of the movie and then the whole rest of the movie is the bully just getting mercilessly bludgeoned to the point where if you step back and think about it objectively, the bully is actually the good guy and the hero is the bad guy. (laughs) Um, So my question to you guys, do you agree with Justin's assessment of of the film, was it a fucking trip to watch? Yes, yes. <laughs> I, had, had you guys seen it before? I've never no, seen it. No, me no. either. It was a disaster. <laughs> so you didn't like it? No, I I'm with Lucy. I didn't, <laughs> oh, I didn't I think like it. This might be. I might hate this the most of all the movies oh we've watched. Oh my it, god! It started at such a high and mm. then just went whoa. Uh, when when the start theme came on and it was like. 80s, good times. Yeah, yeah. I turned to Brendan and I said, this might be the best one yet. And then instantly I knew it was bad. It was so bad. Okay. I am shook right now because I love this movie. <laughs> Yuck! Stop! Really? Is this real? Uh, it's real. I love this movie. I like, love, there was a lot I love of- this movie. Well, there was a lot of laughing, but I thought you were laughing for the same reason as me. There wasn't like, a lot of laughing, though, uh, Brendan. There no, wasn't well, a lot. Was just, there there was wasn't so many a lot. Shocks, like, <laughs> look, look. I'm not going to claim that this is a 
good movie, but I enjoyed every second of this movie. No, this isn't oh. this. I wanted this to be like Chances Are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that the right name? Yeah, yeah. the Downey one, yeah. Yeah. The, and it wasn't that. It was so – it was really slow and the script was really bad. It was it's like – it just was really meandering. Yeah, yeah. I, like, where to start? I think we need to actually do our old, like, going through, Yeah. you know, bit by bit. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm just in a, in a state of shock right now. <laughs> I didn't think just I'd have – Just let me and Brendan take over. We'll discuss <laughs> this film. You can just wait outside. I didn't think this was going to have to be me defending it. I thought it was going to be us, like, reminiscing about all the good times we had watching this movie. Nah, I would be <laughs> – I was so psyched for it, the premise and the – Whatever. The- it just was fucking terrible. Look at this. The claws are out. Easy girls. There's at least two portions here. Alright, so the movie starts. We have a character named David. He's like a geeky kid in a fraternity, um, getting hazed by all his the jock, older guys. All the jocks yep. in his fraternity. Um, they make him do push-ups and and he's doing all their homework. Do you want us to stop you whenever we want to like trash on Yes. Bits yeah. of this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, it, do, it, do it, do it, First do it. one. Okay, go. Uh, yeah, well, first of all, like, every trope in this film is a high school, fi- like, it. it's- Or a bu- college. Well, I know we're at college, but it's all high school, like, being bullied- being the like the nerd who gets the the work done for the for the jocks and all this like we're in we're in college now why is he still going through these things that just really irritated me actually the thing that it reminded me of the most is there's a lot of pornos that start the same way <laughs> in <laughs> a college fraternity <laughs> hey uh, and the hazing and you have to save your tenuous link for later Paul <laughs> <laughs> I mean I don't know anything about that um so anyway <laughs> what and so then they all have a gangbang or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like the you know. I can see that. Instead Do of, some push ups. Now good, suck my dick. It's <laughs> a good promise, but also yeah, I feel like that's yeah, bullying is wrong, people, and it shouldn't be in porn even. unless it's sexy bullying. Have you missed us, guys? <laughs> so then it goes to um, he goes to a lecture. And there's this girl that he really likes, but he's too nervous to speak to her. And she, like, asks a question in her lecture and Mm. then her lecturer comes and, like, sexually assaults her in the middle of the class. (laughs) Okay, so I just need to – we need to stop, stop, stop. I've still still got Uh, a million things to say. Okay, so – the main character, David, looks 17, even though it's supposed to be 18. He looks very young. Yeah. That girl looks 30. Yeah. And all the jocks look 35. Yeah. So, just like, just stupid casting, <laughs> terrible, just really dumb. And, you know, when you go and watch a movie from the 80s, and obviously things have changed a lot. Yeah. And, like, we've become a lot more politically correct and, I don't know, we're just grown as people. Yeah. Um, and sometimes you can go back and it's, you know, it's still all right. Or I don't know. It just, everything was wrong in this movie. Yeah. It, just, yeah. it was, it, it, there was no shred of redeeming anything. <laughs> it was just, everything was bad. But it, it was so much like that. So politically incorrect that I thought it, it yeah, but made it wasn't it revenge. Of, it wasn't revenge of the nerds. It wasn't. It just wasn't that good. Like if it was made today, we'd be laughing at it because it's intentionally <laughs> trying to be, you know, irreverent to what you're supposed yeah. to do. Yeah, but yeah. So the teacher was disgusting. He's a total lech. He kept touching the girl and like obviously looking down her top and and gave her super shit for not knowing something. Yeah, <laughs> you're her teacher. teacher. <laughs> it's your. It's her fault she doesn't know what you dick. Yeah, yeah let exactly. me get my crutch in your face in school. Yeah. Yeah, let me let me tell you something, toots. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So we establish that that's his life. He's mm-hmm. a loser. He likes a girl. Um, he's artistic because he was painting the mural a mural earlier in the movie. Uh, then we cut to his grandfather, who's played by George Burns. His name's Jack Watson in the film. And we get a scene establishing he's kind of a wise ass. Mm. He's pretty much just. If anyone's familiar with the actor George Burns, he's pretty much playing himself in this film. So I wrote down in my notes the first time he comes on the screen, I was like worried for the actor. I was like, why are they doing this to this old man? Like he's (laughs) shuffling around. Like how much of this movie does he have to be in? I felt really bad for him. I'm like, fucking get him a chair and a blankie. Like that's grandpa, man. (laughs) 
He was 92 playing an 81 year old. So yeah. good for him. Oh, he did well. Yeah. I, I couldn't have picked it. <laughs> um, so his son comes in and he gives his son shit about everything the son has to say. Mm. And then we find out that David is his grandson. He comes mm. in and obviously they have more of a bond. He likes the dad's giving David shit and the uh, and his grandfather sticks up mm. for him. And I think it's because they're both five feet tall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're really bonded over being short. So then we cut to his 81st birthday party. Mm. Then we're introduced to Madeline, who is... Um, <laughs> Maybe the uh, best character. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jack's new mistress slash wife, mm. I guess, yeah. who's significantly younger mm. than him, but is probably still in her 50s, I guess. But she tells everyone that she's even younger than that. And she's a total vamp. Like, she's yeah. got so a real fit body and, like, crazy revealing clothing. And she speaks with, like, a Marilyn Monroe kind of voice. Again, oh, such an outdated <laughs> character archetype. Yeah. Ugh. But you called it the best character in the film. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. <laughs> well, this is the standard we're holding the film to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she takes uh, David into the other room and oh. pretty much tries to have sex with So she sex- sexually assaults him. <laughs> yes. So great. Yeah. He looks two so two. upset yeah. by that scene. Yeah. <laughs> I felt really nervous for him. Especially because, I, I, like I said, he looks young. I'm like, don't do that to that young boy. <laughs> so what do you think happened there? What do you mean? Well, in my notes, he says, I have to go to the bathroom. Like, do you think he was he uh, like, do you, like was he getting worked up and he was like, like upset about did it? Did he need to go to the bathroom to rub one out? Or cry. No, <laughs> <laughs> no he's seven he's seventeen. He's like, get away from me, you fucking old lady. I wanna like go and but rub one I out to Pamela. Like the whole MILF thing, he could be into that. She wasn't you- a MILF. <laughs> <laughs> um like spoiler alert for well, actually I won't. Let's let's give a description. I think she looked like an like a Leslie man mixed with uh, the crazy redhead woman from Twin Peaks. Do you want do you want to know who I think she looks like? <laughs> Is it Ronald McDonald? <laughs> <laughs> that hair no. was fucking hideous. <laughs> no, I think she looks like, and this would be I don't know if either of you will get this reference, maybe Paul, but yeah. you know, um, in Annie, the chick that runs the orphanage, Miss yeah. Hannigan. Yeah. So she looked like Miss Hannigan if she never had to look after all these children. <laughs> If but, you just got to be a sexy used, redhead. And yeah, also used Annie's hair as it like hair inspo. <laughs> no, Miss Hannigan had red hair. Not as red as Annie's, right? It was still really red, right? <laughs> I don't know. That's like, that's the vibe I got. This girl's hair was like this woman's hair engine, was yeah. very red. It was Ronald McDonald yeah. red. <laughs> um I won't read it out when we're doing the uh, movie review segment. I saw a review that go- mm-hmm. one guy set, gave the film five stars and said he only watched the film because he thought she was so hot. Mm. So I guess there are people <laughs> that, mm. that like her, I guess. Yeah, there you go. It's a sexy tie. Is it a clip on? Uh, uh, yes, I, I believe so. Do I make you nervous, David? Mm. I have to go to the bathroom. So anyway, Jack's cake gets brought in it, brought out with a big eight one on it, and then see what they did there. Yeah. <laughs> And then Jack decides to sing everyone a song when they and ask him what his so, wish is. It's so awkward. Uh, apparently, that song was actually a hit song that he released eight years prior to this film. When he was actually 81? Yeah. he. Oh, I don't know if he was... Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. He's, he, he released a song called If I Was 18 Again, mm. which can you imagine that song like hitting the charts no. nowadays? No, I cannot. <laughs> But also, the way he goes, give me a B flat, and then starts singing it, but he sort of just speaks, sings it. Yeah. So he's yeah. not really singing in if the key. I was 18 again. Yeah. <laughs> it's very funny. Um, but imagine being at that party and then 
the guy just starts singing some random I'd song. I'd be like, oh, Grandpa. <laughs> yeah, being rich enough to have someone at a piano. <laughs> yeah, the guy was even playing the piano. He's he just like go. waiting for him to play that one note. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously in the song, he's saying, I wish I was 18 again. So I guess that's the impetus for the switch. Swap. Yeah. Then him and David blow out the candles together. Mm-hmm. So I thought that would have been like the instigator for the swap, but apparently yeah, same. It, it wasn't. But also <laughs> I feel like we just need to, we've, we've breezed past a really, maybe the funniest part of the whole film. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Madeline <laughs> starts, starts singing, singing happy birthday <laughs> to it with the cake, when the cake comes out and the candles and everyone joins in. She's like, no. shh. <laughs> she wants to sing it herself. Like she's doing this little performance. And again, it was like very Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. yeah. Like, to you. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh. Um, <laughs> yeah. Probably the hardest that we all laughed. Maybe the only time I laughed. Uh, I don't know. I can't remember if you laughed other bits, but we were definitely laughing. Other I don't bits. think I ever laughed at any of the jokes. I think I no, nervous laughed. I think I nervous <laughs> laughed or whatever. Yeah. The biggest crime of this movie is that Paulie Shaw wasn't in it more. Yeah. Totally. Well, this is very early in his was career. Was it the first movie that he ever was in? He's like his third role ever. He had like five lines. Yeah. I'm like, bring Paulie back. He had a great haircut. Yeah, and he's very um, subdued in his role mm. as well. Yeah, instead of like greasy valley stoner he's like artistic possibly gay best yeah friend. i thought it was yeah. yeah i thought that's where we were gonna go for sure yeah i don't think 1988 was ready, ready for that because like, yeah. oh, I'm, I'm actually glad we didn't have that scene where he comes out to him <laughs> to and, the 81 year old and the 81's like get away from me you piece of shit I'm like, <laughs> yeah oh. um yeah so we dodged that bullet. Mm. So David and Jack go out to a diner after the party. Then when they're driving home, Jack's driving the car and gets distracted mm. and drives into a shop called Old Things. And <laughs> <laughs> foreshadowing. And then we cut to the hospital. Mm. And that's when we start hearing voiceover narration mm. from Jack. We're seeing it from his point of view. People are over his bed. He's saying smart-ass comments about it. And then he realizes that he has been swapped with his grandson. Mm. His grandson's in his body, which is also in a coma from the crash. So Sucks to be David. Yeah. <laughs> and he doesn't really dwell on it all that much. No, he's he's like, like, damn, that sucks for him. Yeah, he's, he's like, like that's, cool. That's for him. And then he's like, yep. I got my wish. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> also, just quickly, the crash didn't look that bad. Like, they just went through a window. like. But when you're that Yeah, old. but the car should have flipped or some shit. Like, I'm not <laughs> buying it. Sorry. Well, I just think it's an interesting choice to do it this way. Like, why did they need him to be in a coma? Like, why couldn't have we had his side of the story as well where he's got it's a young a good guy point. in him? Yeah. Well, and that's then- like one of the biggest gripes I have with it is... We set up this whole thing about David and what David's lack of confidence, Mm. David's lack of like, yeah. And then all of a sudden we don't actually see David for the rest of the film. Like he's in a coma and he comes back. Why did we learn his story? You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. But I don't think that that actor could have done the whole movie being the younger guy. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think, like, I think they had to rest him. I I just don't think he could have done the whole movie. He's 92 years old. I can only do scenes where I'm in a bed. (laughs) Smoking a cigar. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Jackie. Happy birthday to you. So I guess to portray him struggling in his new young body, they've decided to employ a voiceover explaining mm. all his thoughts, which that I didn't think was it good. Was so clu- it was so clunky. Very unnecessary. Oh, it was so bad. It was like in Mr. Fuzzy Pants, remember? Yeah. Yes. It was so, so bad. fuzzy pants. Yeah. But at least with fuzzy pants, it was kind of justified because the cat couldn't talk. talk. 
So you I, had to have the voiceover. I guess, but my problem with that was was the voiceover itself was really unnatural and he, he just yeah, wasn't timing, a good voice. Yeah, yeah. 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 And it, it was like that. It was very like you could just picture that old man like reading these lines in a yeah. recording studio. It was just very stilted. Yeah, in I, a bed. I've, I've seen people um, <laughs> I've seen people compare it to the voiceover in the original Blade Runner before the director's ca- came out <laughs> right. where they forced Harrison Ford to do a voiceover when he didn't <laughs> want to. <laughs> so it's all really like monotone yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> then I guess we're experiencing Jack living out his grandson's life. David was really bad at track and field, but then Jack in his body becomes really good at mm. it. Um, he starts standing up to the bullies in his fraternity. He starts making moves on the girl that he was too shy to interact with. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite scenes, he goes to David's art lessons and they have that to was do a, good, a, a new, new drawing. <laughs> and his reaction, one, when the girl takes a robe off was classic. Mm. And then... The actual painting that he does. The painting was pretty funny. <laughs> the painting was, you got to give the it. The painting, was, that, that was a great gag for sure. Yeah. But the way he was like, whoa, whoa, when she took her, <laughs> when she took, when the, Still loving the, it. Dude, the dude model took her um, clothes off, or took her um, robe off, um, like you're supposed to be like, ha, 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 but you're like, you fucking leech, like just <laughs> disgusting old man, like nah. But you know what? Like I think, I think if you look at it at that lens, like the guy's a disgusting mm. old man. Mm. I think it was funny seeing that behavior in a young guy. I mm. thought it like, and I thought that Charlie Shutter's performance in that was good. Like, I thought he was Whoa, really so good. I've got a few things to say. <laughs> I wrote, I wrote, I'm thinking when they swapped, I wrote it down. There's no way this actor can pull off all this sass of yeah. George Burns. Is that his name? Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's no way he can pull it off. And there's going to be creepy sex stuff, isn't there? That's what I wrote down. <laughs> um, and also in the art class, there was a shot <laughs> that... Like, the woman took her top off and the guy's, like, eyes bulge out of his head. Yeah. He's never seen a titty before. <laughs> Give me a break. <laughs> and then the shot is, it's, like, him and her boob is out of focus yeah, in the just right, foreground. The I drew foreground. a fucking diagram of it in my notes. Um, and I just wrote, censorship was weird in the 80s. It's, like, especially around women's bodies, like, Everything mm. was up for grabs. And you, like, there was always boobs in all teen movies, which is just, you wouldn't, yeah. that just wouldn't happen anymore. It's yeah. so weird. It's very male gazy. Yeah. But I, it all, I think that adds to the charm <laughs> of the film. But you don't even like titties. What do you care? Because it's just the aesthetic, the 80s aesthetic. Like, it would feel wrong it's if there wasn't. It's weird if it didn't oh, have a God. pair of titties. <laughs> this movie was so barking bad. <laughs> um, so. Did you think it was a bad performance, Brendan? What, the titties? No. <laughs> um, Charlie Sh- uh, right, so as, da- as, as David as Jack. I I I feel like he got him in a in a sense. Nah. But no. No. I I just couldn't get past the shit eating grin he constantly had. He like, looked stoned. He was like half like- asleep. Stoned. <laughs> it, it was the eighties. He probably was. And then someone someone mentioned how short he was. Isn't that- the 80s, you should be on coke, really. <laughs> as soon as someone mentioned how small he was, I just, mm. I think it was you. Mm. It just clicked. He was trying, like, was he, like, when when was Tom Cruise a thing? Because I felt like he was trying to be Tom, like, crazy Tom Cruise. Oh, you know no, I mean? This would have been Tom Cruise era, yeah. This would have been, like, post, um, uh, what's, what's the film... What's the film? All the right moves. Is that, yeah, yeah. This would have been Tom post- Cruise in All the Right Moves. Yeah, this would have been post All the Right Moves. So yeah, it would be in that prime Cruise era. Yeah, it was very cruisy to me. <laughs> but it was, it was just bad. I just felt like there was a lot of dead air around him doing that smile. It was just, I'm like, I don't get it. Yeah, this is I'd just be like, why are you fucking like? If I met that person, I'd yeah. just be like, why are you smiling? <laughs> This is going to be a really controversial hot or not segment. I can feel and it. And also, also, so, you know, he's trying to be this, like, sassy old guy in this young person's body. Yeah. But he's not 
young enough for it to be funny that he's smoking a cigar and drinking cognac. Like, you remember when Fred Savage was doing that in um, <laughs> Vice Versa? Vice versa. Yeah. Holy shit! With his cigar and, like, drink in his hand. And that was really funny. This is just like, oh, he's having a drink. And a- yeah, but in America, it's technically illegal for him to be doing but all But still, things. like, he'd be doing it in two years. It was yeah. it, That wasn't funny. Mm. I thought it was funny. (laughs) (laughs) Paul's such a snob about so many things. I say this so many times. It's like, and he fucking liked this movie. Like, what is... (laughs) Now that's a face. I look exactly like I did 20 years ago. Old. All right. So wait, I I had a question. Okay, okay. So for the two of you... Yes. Which one was more... Which one was more charming or like the t- we saw him like in class as his nerdy self mm. and then we saw him like interacting in class as you know as george Byrne or whatever the old dude yeah which one was like nerd guy nerd guy He's nerd way guy? more charming for sure yeah yeah and paul <laughs> <laughs> george burns <laughs> no Paul is wearing stupid suits and suspenders and he like uh, makes them have their college party be 20s theme. It would (laughs) have fucking sucked. And they're all dancing to that 20s music. There's no fucking way those college kids would have gone for that. They would have been like, this sucks. Play some... I don't know what was big in the 80s. <laughs> fucking Africa by Toronto. I don't know. They'd be like, it was so stupid. I thought the... Uh, and the letter we got from Justin, it's right. It's like, <laughs> he's a fucking bully. <laughs> he's got small man syndrome for sure. He's like this short guy who, to make up for his size, is fucking being a dickhead to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I love the scene where the the bully is comes to the party <laughs> and then um and then he like does something. I can't remember what he does, but da- like da- Krav Maga karate? Not even that. David just sa- like says something and everyone just like, oh, because he's like President <laughs> Butt, like I'm the yes! President Butthead. And he's like, Well, President, President Butthead, Butthead, you've never heard of being impeached, and everyone just erupts. <laughs> terrible like, script writing. Children, terrible. Like children teasing people. <laughs> the, the, the laugh was so good. Also, also, how did he, that guy? I don't buy that. The, this is the weak script. That that popular guy, the jock, is is stripped of all his popularity instantly. It's yeah. like he's taken down. The girl leaves him. All this stuff. Like his life is fucking ruined <laughs> straight away by a short. Because <laughs> he had Paul was being such a troll. Paul was being, <laughs> Paul was being such a troll. This is he doesn't really like this movie. He's I just staring me up. I cannot. Wow, this is the first time Brendan and I have been where united and Paul some stupid we're, one by himself. We're bullying Paul. Yay! We're having a party here. Yeah. You assholes want to fight? Why don't you go beat each other over the head? You goddamn president, fathead! Well, president fathead, if you had done your own schoolwork, maybe you'd be familiar with the term impeachment. (laughs) You think he's hot stuff? You watch him in the meet tomorrow. You see how hot he looks when he's choking on my dust. So can can I ask a question? Yeah. Why do you think the powers that be thought this they old man's wish? Yeah, mm. he needs to. Uh, he needs a swap. Like out of all the wishes that are going on in the the universe, mm. this old man who's had everything at a whim. Yeah. He needs to learn a lesson. What? Like why did I he mean, need he a did swap? Le- he learned a little lesson, I guess. Like that he was a bit of a shit dad, and that he needed to like be more involved and listen to his son and let him run the business. Blah Which blah took, whatever. Like, Who cares? Four yeah, and it's like the stakes are so like I don't give a fuck about that. Just what is this movie? Yeah, I feel like I guess that it's the the David character. He needed help with his life, but it's like like you said, he's not there for any he's of absent. it. Exactly. He doesn't learn to and he wakes these up. Skills, yeah, he wakes up and he's like, oh, the girl likes me, and I can run and track and field. Like, <laughs> what? I'm confused. Like, it's not. It doesn't even really work. As yeah, it a doesn't swap make sense because <laughs> he didn't like grow and become we exactly. Uh. It's funny. I was listening to a an interview with uh, one of my favorite directors, um, 
Joseph Kahn, and he was talk he was talking about Creed two, and he was talking about how Hollywood has this weird obsession with trying to humanize the super rich and make poor people feel better about their struggles and make us want to empathize mm. with with the mega wealthy. And I feel like this is that kind of film. Like these are people these are characters that really have no struggle in their lives. No. Like why centered around like uber wealthy people? Yeah, why does this uh whatever brought this magic into the world <laughs> yeah. decide to give it to to these two people? Yeah, and like I also don't really buy that David's life would be like that. Like you know, his family was wealthy and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, like, he's a legacy. He, yeah. He's a legacy. He would have been running uh, that fraternity the, the fr- minute he got there. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't buy that. Yeah, there's a big Shitty picture. Shitty script writing. <laughs> there's a big picture of his grandfather above the mantelpiece in his fraternity. Like, <laughs> yeah. That gives like, you that some kid's cachet. Not, get, that kid's not, like, doing everyone's homework for them. That kid's like, fuck you. Like, I'm going to get my butler to. Uh, I still liked it. Okay, well, you have no taste. <laughs> You're tacky and I hate you. <laughs> um, uh, the resolution to this film, uh, David, oh, Jack in David's body finds out that they're going to pull the plug on the comato- his comatose body mm. with his grandson inside of it. Mm-hmm. So he rushes back to the hospital and this scene I quite enjoyed as well. For no reason at all, yep. just creates as much chaos, chaos. in this hospital, <laughs> mm. knocking over sick people, yeah. smashing shit. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there was like a lady holding a blood bag. <laughs> Did he run into someone who had medical shit? That like that, don't the, do that. The music was like really dramatic as mm. well, and like the the look of shock and terror on mm. everyone. Like if you just took that scene out of context, it would look like it's <laughs> out of a thriller. Uh, yeah, total <laughs> like a murder or something um, like the fugitive, and then he finds his body and starts screaming at it like wake up wake up mm. runs with it with it mm. down a hallway and smashes through a plate glass window like, well you've killed him you fucking idiot <laughs> <laughs> like I-, I was trying to work out was that supposed to be an accident yeah, or I wrote, it- another crash yeah. really <laughs> like was he trying to was he like the crash caused a swap I need a crash to swap back. I don't know. No, like, I think it was, no, an, it was accident. an accident. Uh, just <laughs> I feel. I feel like the weird. The weird thing about this movie. Well, uh, one of the weird things was the swap. Yeah, it wasn't very clearly defined. Like you said, you thought it was going to be the candles, mm. and that it was something like that. You know, you're like, here's the magic, and then it was something else, and also like there was a weird magical overtone. Uh, at the party when he looked at his granddad's running shoes. Did you mm. catch that? It did like this magical noise. And mm. I'm like, maybe it's the shoes. And it, it was just like, yeah, it was very messy. Five stars. Wait a minute. You have to make a wish. Well, what could I wish for? I've got everything a man could want. A beautiful and talented girlfriend. Family that loves me. Great friends. So what could I wish for? Only one thing. Be flat. Now time turns the pages, and old life goes so fast. The years turn the black hair all gray. I talk to some young folks. Hey, they don't understand the words this old man's got to say. I wish I was 18 again, going where I've never been. But old folks and old oaks standing tall just pretend I wish I was 18 again. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. 
All right. So, um, anything else plot wise you want to talk about? Or? Well, just at the end, he's got a second chance of being young, and he just decides to do everything he did when he was an old man. Like, yeah, he's yeah, he playing he literally lawn goes lawn bowling. <laughs> yeah. I was like, like, I bring thought, back the 1920s. Yeah. You know, when he went to that punk club with the girl, I'm like, maybe this will be a thing. And yeah. Then he'd like, be like, hey, this is kind of cool. And yeah. I, you know, yeah. I was expecting him to like, because he didn't have sex once the whole time. Yeah. I was, I was sure kind of, it was. That was kind of surprising. Thank yeah. God. <laughs> But, like, yeah, you're 81, your dick finally works again. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, but they take did that, advantage they of it. They did that scene. Apparently his dick worked really well, remember, Paul? Yeah, I guess so. That was a necessary scene. Yeah. What? <laughs> what? Did I miss something? Because um, when he goes to Madeline, when Madeline is cracking on to him as his grandson. Yeah. He We're just says, platonic. We've never. Yeah, he says, don't you have sex with my grandfather? Ah, and, and yeah. she's like, no, have... it was only platonic. And then he has a flashback sequence to the first time they fucked. To prove that he's like hot stuff. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Which will say, that's not, that's not real. Yeah, yeah. That, Viagra, that, Viagra wasn't invented then. That felt like the same like sequence as the dream. You know what but I mean? But maybe yeah. he like, did other an illusion. Yeah. yeah, maybe he was doing like non-penetrative sex. <laughs> maybe okay. he's just really good with his. You mouth. can fantasize about that, Paul. Come here, honey. If 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 uh, any of our Sweetheart? listeners want to give us some fan art to recreate that, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> All right, which is a perfect segue into Brendan singing a song. <laughs> um, yes, our favorite segment, Hot or Not. Take okay. it away, All Brendan. Right. All right. Where's my. Oh, it's here. Get the triangle. Wait, what's the first one? <laughs> is, she, is she a toot or a boot? Oh, okay. Is she a toot or a boot? Is she ugly or cute? Tell me if she's hot or not. Everyone is beautiful in their own way. Very good. It's a good rendition, but you, like, why is it on, only women in your version of the song? Because <laughs> I'm all about the puss. The ladies. Because <laughs> you're homophobic. Did you, say the puss? <laughs> did you just say the puss? I was like, the lady. Wait, what did you just say? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> this, is our, this, hell. Is, this is our 1980s episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, finally. Out of all the films we've watched, there's finally a guy in Lucy's age range. <laughs> Lucy. This joke is getting so old. As George old as Burns. George Burns. <laughs> George Burns, hot or not? Not. <laughs> Why? Because I would crush him. <laughs> he was half my size. <laughs> yeah. I could yeah. see his like hips immediately breaking yes. if he tried to have sex with <laughs> Yeah. All right, all right Paul? Hot or not? Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and not. <laughs> oh, look, like he wasn't, like, he's not an ugly man, but he's just too old to. I've never actually looked up what he looked like yeah, when I was he was, gonna, young. I was This was the question I was going to ask. Do you think there was a time when he would have been, like, you would have been into him? Like, did the personality go put that in a younger What are you bod? Googling? George Burns in Prime? Um. Yeah, young. <laughs> young, hot. A young George Burns. Let's see what comes up. In his prime, it's like all 70s. his young pictures. He still looks like sixty. <laughs> yeah, that was such a thing. Like back then, I feel. Yeah, mm. he looks. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I'm giving him a not. Even young George Burns. Sorry, George Burns. Yeah, I, I feel I, really mean. But you know Sorry, what? He's like dead. I assume. Look, don't feel mean. His whole thing was about being a ladies' man and sleeping the with his that, okay. that was his yeah. whole persona. Yeah. So, don't feel bad about it. Yeah. And once again, I'm pretty sure he's dead, and he's not hearing this. <laughs> yeah, but what about his grandchildren? And also, oh, there they are there are biggest listeners. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? And also, but you think you've sidestepped this one? Hold on, not George oh. Burns. <laughs> uh. I I actually don't mind the persona of a George Burns type man, so I'm going to give him... No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. All right. His grandson, David, played by Charlie Schlatter. Hot or not, Brendan? Um, I, w- I would say he's an attractive boy. <laughs> you need to redo that and edit that out. That was not okay. 
and ready and here we go. Man. I think Boy I want to get that I want to get that audiograph of you saying he's an attractive boy and like just use it in some way. I know this Sorry, <laughs> you can never run for president now. Uh like, yeah, he's an attractive man. There you go. Um, Lucy. So, because he spent most of the film as the character of the grandpa, I found him really repulsive. Like, okay. it, when a woman takes her top off and a guy goes, <laughs> like, it's like, okay, you're a little dipshit. So, no, it's like, if the movie was about him being all shy and nerdy and like, whatever. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Paul's lost it. Um, then, then I would give him a toot, but no, nah, he gets the boot. It's bad. He was bad. I have to say, I'm giving him a strong hot. Mm. I thought he was hot at the beginning of the film. Mm-hmm. As the George Burns character, so hot. I think it elevated it. There is really, you've broken inside. It's like- I feel really, is you need to go com- to therapy. Like, if that's the what confidence? you find attractive, there's something really wrong with you. Look, I'm not usually like into the whole bad boy thing, but like, like an, shit an obviously the- nerdy guy acting but it like wasn't a bad a ba- boy. No, but it wasn't a bad boy. A bad The bad boy is like fucking thingamajig in Breakfast Club. Like this, that. What is this character? I just, just all I know, I just wanted to pinch him on the cheeks and go, that's really cute. (laughs) That's what you're into. (laughs) Because it it was like a mix between like dweeb and like confident douchebag. It It was was bad. It was his own thing. I've never seen that particular (laughs) iteration of person before. Okay, well, good luck finding that on Tinder, Paul. (laughs) That guy's not out there. (laughs) <laughs> um, so, uh, Anita Morris as Madeline, the mistress character. The blonde woman? No. The redhead. Okay. Um, hot. Miss Hannigan that never had to look after kids? That's hot, man. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that she was like a scheming like person that was willing to have sex so with definitely her, her character is very, Her character is very ugly, but she had a fit bod for her age. Her tits <laughs> were like up underneath her chin. She like had it going on. <laughs> For yeah. Sure. See, I, I didn't, I didn't mind. Like, I felt like the transaction was quite um, apparent. Like, he, he knew. Yeah. I, I was surprised. He was like, "What you trying just- to take me for my money?" Yeah. Like- yeah. <laughs> um. So, what you're giving your heart as well? Yeah, I'll give her a heart. Mm, okay. I, I, said, I, said, I said Leslie Mann mixed with the redhead from yeah, Twin I love Peaks. Leslie Mann. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I'm giving her a not. I did, I wasn't feeling it. Who are you and what have you done with Paul? <laughs> like, it, normally you love the bitchy queen character. Did you give yeah. a hot to Jennifer Coolidge? I don't think so, no. no. Okay, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jennifer Rungan as Robin, the uh, love interest. So, she's my age, by the way. I just, yeah. she looks like a beautiful 30-year-old woman, yes. <laughs> <laughs> she, I thought she was really pretty. Yeah. Uh, yes, right. I agree. Mm. Something about having like just like a small facial like thing. Yeah, like Joaquin Phoenix. I get that, man. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Oh, you mean like, Faye, you know, like she had a little scars. She had a little around. scar here. Yeah. 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 yeah, I don't know. Just And she had that great the haircut that she had was really of its time, but it's, you don't look at it and think it's awful. She had this kind of like feathery yeah. yeah. She was yeah. really good. Yeah, no. Yeah, very like peak eighties fashion. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but not like in his shoulder pads kind of way. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Like you could conceivably see people wearing yeah. most of the things she was wearing. Yeah, um, she looked comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> what all women want to hear. <laughs> Anthony Stark as Russ the bully. Yeah, so he was hot. Yeah, I have to agree. The he character, was hot. the yeah. character, and I mean, like again, no. So he wasn't even that much of a bully. Like he did one bad thing at the no, start, and no. then he was getting shot. I'm on. surprised I'm hearing that from my side, Lucy. What do you mean? Well, I thought we were on a team. Yeah. Oh right. <laughs> you don't think he's hot? Well, no. Well, uh, he was like manhandling the woman, and he oh, definitely did manhandle. Yeah. He yeah. definitely did. Like um, I've got a possession counter, and I'm pretty sure three of them were his. Oh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, that that was definitely bad, and none of those sins are forgiven. But if we're going to look at George Burns, a photo of George Burns when he was young, um, I just feel like objectively that guy was hot. He had like a Rob Lowe haircut. <laughs> the hair, I wasn't a fan. Oh of. come on, it was of its time. It was yeah. a thing. Yeah. It's 
fine. <laughs> Tight jeans, a tank for working out in. The outfits, yes. Mm. The hair. Yep. Mm. <laughs> like, I don't want to see a guy wearing it today, but I can definitely appreciate it for, for, for its time. Uh, he just reminds me, because he was in um, Seinfeld, he was Jimmy. Yeah. Jumping Jimmy. <laughs> what? Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I just keep thinking of that and wearing those stupid shoes. <laughs> <laughs> so you're giving him a not? Not. Crazy oh, eyes. Go. Crazy eyes. This is no unanimous. Has there been one unanimous decision yet? No. Yeah, no, we all liked. Um, Robin. Oh, yeah, we yeah. all like Robin, yeah. Mm. Um, okay, so this one I'm actually shocked with myself. I did not expect this to be my opinion. Oh, I, I'm with you. I think we're all going to say the same thing. I would be so surprised if Lucy doesn't. What is it? That. Paulie Shaw sure? was a hot. Yeah, I would have. He'd be hot in any movie. Mm, yes, no. no. I think Adam Sandler's hot. They've got the same vibe. Nah, he's uh, hot for sure. And it was beautiful in this. Yeah, yeah. I he wrote was down an attractive something. Dude. Amazing haircut and like he was wearing this earring. It was like this beautiful alternative. Yeah, Paulie Shaw. Yeah, totally. Who's <laughs> surprised that I think Paulie Shaw's hot? <laughs> yeah, I well, yeah, strong hot across yeah, the board for sure. So mm. He had real like California tan and yeah, yeah, like his his uh, good for be, you, honey. I yeah. feel like he must have done a, a film where he did that persona, like he like really played up that persona of being like, "Hey, buddy," and that Encino just, Man. Which one was, was the first Encino? one? I don't know. Yeah, I think it was it was around that time. Mm. Yeah. And that just cemented who he felt like he had to be in every film after yeah. that. Because yeah. he played a really subtle, like, like nice guy. And, yeah, who, like, hmm. believed in his friend's artistic abilities. and But was totally crushing on his friend. Yeah. And that's why. I actually <laughs> wrote their names in a love heart and put a question mark next to it, being like, is this a little subplot here? What yeah. is going on? Yeah, maybe mm. that's what, like, mm. the real reason why he was, like, awkward around girls in the once he's now in his, yeah, now that he's back in his own body, on. yeah, that he can like you know have his true. Send your fan out. To I was going to say that's how <laughs> all the porn start that Paul likes. Why do you do this? What are you talking about? Help me set up, clean up, the shit work. Why? That's not all I do, is it? I, I don't know why I help you, David. This is fun for me. I like your work. Somebody's got to shine the light. Now it's time for Opinion Swap, the segment where we scour through the internet and see what other people thought of today's movie. Hmm. It's got a name now. I like that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So this one's from Matthew Essery on Letterboxd. He gives it one star and he says, Woefully unfunny. This body swap comedy from 1988 is one of the few comedies I've seen that failed to elicit even a single laugh from me. I watched this as part of a special project I'm working on. I chose it because it was a film I remembered fondly from my childhood from seeing it more than once on HBO growing up. Nostalgia is sometimes just not enough to make you enjoy a film. I won't write a full review, but here are some of my thoughts. One. George Burns will always look like a chimpanzee dressed in human clothes to me. I felt like I was watching Lancelot Link a few times during this. Two, the kid in the body... Fucking shit. (laughs) The kid in the film body swaps with his grandpa who is in a coma. That's weirdly dark. Plus, I felt cheated out of getting to see George Burns trying to act young by skateboarding Mm. or something like that. (laughs) That would have been so good. He would have died. (laughs) Three, the grandfather seems really unconcerned that his grandson is in a coma through mm-hmm. most of this film. Totally. I kept expecting him to try to smother his grandson by the end to try to stay in his younger body. <laughs> that would probably be a more interesting film than what we got. Yep. yep. Four, this movie is weirdly rapey. Was sexual assault considered funny in the 1980s? Yes. <laughs> Five, George Burns gives one of the worst narrations since the theatrical cut of Blade Runner, which mm. I mentioned before. Yep. Six, there is no conflict in this film and barely any sort of character arc. Mm-hmm. Things happen and then it ends. Mm-hmm. Seven, the younger actor does a decent George Burns impression. I don't get, though, why no one was weirded out that this 18-year-old kid starts walking and talking like a senior citizen. Yep. <laughs> Eight, you know a film is pretty bad when Paulie Shaw gives the subtlest performance out of the entire <laughs> cast. Mm-hmm. Nine, this film is badly directed, scenes end and start abruptly with no sense of flow or purpose. 
I felt like I write. I wrote this review. Yeah, it oh even my God. says. It, it even says a special project. I watched it for a special project <laughs> I'm working on. Yeah. Who's, who's, Maybe who this is, is this? Um, Matthew Essery. Are you going to try to get him to replace me, Matthew Essery? <laughs> you get me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this one's from Saida on Letterbox. She wrote. I've watched almost all body swap movies. This one was the most boring. Again, is this one of us? <laughs> I don't know. The world's gone I, crazy. I, I, I can't say it was the most boring. I would still. I, so I would watch bored. this a billion I... times over the before watching the no. cobbler again. No, what? Hard no, not at least agree. this had like a happy tone to it. No, it didn't. The it just dragged. It was so boring. So much dead air. Nah. This one's from MC Cook on Letterbox. He gave it half a star and he writes, oppressively bad. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So l- finally, some um, some sane people. This is from Farnham <laughs> on, on IMDb. This is the best movie of all the switched personality movies. It's so funny because it's true. The funniest part was when that old guy did the dance part did the dance at the party and all the girls wanted to go out with him. I hope I can do that when I'm 81. This is the best thing Charlie Schlater has done since Fish Police. I think everyone should go out and see 18 again. Again. He wrote it. (laughs) Charlie Schlater wrote it. Um, uh, No. And we didn't really talk about the dance sequence. So fucked up. It was just beyond. Yeah. Um, This one is from BB3 on um, IMDb. Gave it 10 out of 10. One of the best comedies of all time. (laughs) I saw this movie almost 10 years ago and I still haven't seen a better comedy. I enjoyed every minute. Don't miss it. They have been locked. It's like a room type situation. They're like a slave and they have five DVDs to watch. Yeah, five VHS for sure. Yeah, that's just just, that's a bot. That's not a real person. So, this is a good one to uh, end us out on. Uh, This is from Mizen Chow Hrudi on Amazon, who gave it five stars. Mm -hmm. Being 19 years old and having regret about life. (laughs) After watching this movie, I feel like life is too short to have regrets. It only gets worse. (laughs) I regret this movie. Yeah. (laughs) I was waiting for it. Yeah. She does seem quite young, um I hope you don't mind my saying so, sir, but um, couldn't this be dangerous? You're right. Have some oxygen standing by. Yes, sir. I'll call you if she passes out. Now we come to Tenuous Recommendations, the segment where we recommend a movie, television show, or other piece of media that is connected to today's film in some way, whether that be a shared actor, director, or theme. Or in Brendan's case, maybe they're not even connected at all. What are you talking about? I lay it out. I lay it yeah. out every time. There was li- literally last one had zero connection. I disagree. Which one was that? It's been that one. <laughs> yeah. Album. Sorry? Uh, it's no. okay. It's a swap album. Oh, okay. So, but the way you got there was just a nightmare. For a sure. nightmare. But it's still a cute idea. Thank you. Thank you, Lucy. I didn't appreciate it. I'm full, like, <laughs> Brendan's my bestie today because I just am so outraged by this film. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Lucy, what have you got for okay, us? Okay. So, did y'all struggle to find, like, there's nothing in this? Yeah. Like, you deep dive into. There's just nothing. Yeah. So I picked a movie that has an eight in the title. Yeah. I am picking <laughs> Ocean's Eight. <laughs> All about. Um, and like, it's new. You probably saw it, but whatever. It's got a great cast. It's got Rihanna in it, who's a queen. <laughs> yeah. I love Aquafina, uh, Mindy Kaling. Sandy Bullock, you know, some yeah. bloody Academy Award winners in there. There's lots of pop culture to feast on with the Met Gala. And it's not the smoothest, like, it's not the coolest movie ever made, but it was a good time. And yeah. there should definitely be more movies with, um, like, ensemble female casts like that. You don't really see that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think maybe it got passed on a bit because of, like, the whole... Ghostbusters thing, like people just tried to shit on it because it, it was really well. It and did? they're going to make another one, yeah. Okay, well, it great. did well enough. For Good that. for you, girls. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
I thought it was fun. Like, yeah. It didn't like blow my world away, but yeah, like, we went was, and watched it at the cinemas, didn't we, It was Brendan? cool. It was yep. cool. You, you <laughs> oh, hated shit. it. Oh, shit. Now, okay. You didn't this, hate it. This is where- I'm swapping back to Paul. Team Paul. <laughs> Team Paul. Team Paul. Team Paul. Yeah. I just, I don't know. It had, it had cool people in it and like- so slick and yeah, technology and hmm. yeah, uh, it had an eight in the title. Yeah, it was this was hard. I didn't know what the fuck to do. Yeah. When it when it lands on Netflix, it's like the perfect Sunday afternoon Netflix yeah. film. Yeah. yeah. Um. So my connection mm. was the f- number eighteen in the title. <laughs> so I got one more number than <laughs> right, you. Right. No. Um, I actually googled movies with people turning eighteen in it. I tried so hard to to get that, but yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I had the same issue trying mm. to find a connection with this film. Mm. I mean, like I've liked some Paulie Shaw movies, but none that I really felt mm. like I needed yeah. to um, recommend. So I'm recommending a film that Brendan and I actually watched together and it's it's fucking terrible. Is this oh, your recommendation? Wait. It's, it's, it's okay. r- so terrible it becomes actually brilliant on another level. Uh, okay. uh, it's a film called SPF 18. Oh, you guys always talk about this movie. Yeah, uh, Paul talks about this movie. Uh-huh. SPF 18, it's from 2017 and it stars a pre- super fame Noah Centineo from All the Boys I Loved Before mm. and also co-stars Keanu Reeves, Pamela Anderson and Rosanna Arquette. What a weird movie. And the film is about a bunch of teenagers that are house-sitting Keanu Reeves, like the actual Keanu Reeves beach house mm-hmm. and have all these romantic entanglements. The film was... Uh, Directed and written <laughs> by this performance artist called Alex Israel, who has a side business of making these spray-painted wetsuits. And in the film, he decided to do this whole subplot to promote the wetsuits. It sounds like, this movie sounds like a dare. Like someone <laughs> lost a bet or something? It's uh, so terrible. Uh, like the acting is terrible. It's even weird. Even from Noah? Uh, yeah, I remember like thinking this guy is very attractive, mm. and I don't remember anything <laughs> really else about his shit movie. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, he's shirtless the entire film. I'm sure all of Noah Centineo's mm. fans would appreciate yeah. that. It's terrible. It's the kind of film you watch with your friends and just pay the shit yeah, out of it. You could like turn it into time. a drinking yeah. game or something. Um, yeah. It's really bad and really watchably bad. So, SPF 18, I'm pretty sure it's on Netflix worldwide. Mm. Do yourself a favor and watch it. Yeah, don't watch it alone. <laughs> don't watch it alone. Especially if you're in a bad place because this might put you over the edge. <laughs> <laughs> um, Brendan. All right. So, much like you. I've chosen a numeral. <laughs> oh, no. So, we are digging, no. digging. This is our 16th episode. And if we add 18 to 16. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> Okay, what? All right, okay. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I actually had a hard time as well. Yeah, I I didn't actually I I didn't prep much for this episode. I'm sorry, but <laughs> watching the film, the the trope of the the good guy, the 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 meek little guy not getting the girl, mm-hmm. just sort of reminded me of um. Has anyone seen in the company of bad men? Oh, sorry, in the company of men. No. I haven't seen it. I've you've talked to me about it before though. Yeah. So um, what's his name? Who's in it? This guy, Aaron Eckhart. Aaron Eckhart. Oh yeah. Yeah, Aaron Eckhart. Uh. He's uh, one of the main characters. It's about these two guys who are um, uh, Aaron Eckhart is literally called Chad and plays mm. uh, a, a Chad, a Chad, mm. yeah. Um, and uh, the other character Howard, they're both um, in a bit of a, a a mood about women, and they decide there's this girl in their office. They're going to to date her, both and then them. just savagely dump her as just a cathartic thing to get back at all the women that have wronged them kind of thing a very incel sort of idea yeah for sure and it was just so interesting to watch and um i i don't say it's like the most amazing film but it definitely i don't know hit on uh, hits on those themes Mm. and um definitely delivers an interesting um sort of spin at the end so not a twist so much but yeah anyway I, I I I think it's worth a watch for mm-hmm. people who are interested in that conversation happening in a film. 
So. Cool. I think that's like a good like mix of recommendations. Something like high minded, something fluffy and fun, and trash. Mm. So whatever <laughs> mood you're in, you've got a recommendation, you've got a recommendation mm. connected to this garbage. Um. <laughs> I just want to say that well, when I'm your age, I hope I'm half as lively as you are. Don't look to the future, kid. You're half as lively now. So next episode. Is our very first Swapcast podcast Christmas episode. Ooh, How exciting. Wee. I feel like we should do jingle bells now, but we don't have any. Or do we? <laughs> <laughs> It'll be Ooh, in post. That was good. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, it was a bit of a hard decision what we were mm. going to do. There's actually a lot of <laughs> Christmas body swap of movies. Course, you there thought, is. Yeah. Which is so random, right? Like, I think there's just so much. Body need swap. for Christmas movies and they need, you know, they can't all be exactly the same. So they're like, mm. we'll make that film but turn it into a Christmas version. Yes. Yeah. Um, so we're watching the 2018 TV movie. They're all TV movies. Of course. Every Christmas party <laughs> swap movie, apart from Vice Versa, is a TV movie mm-hmm. um, called A Christmas Switch. And it stars a whole bunch of nobodies you've never heard of. Oh, tenuous <laughs> links. Yeah. Um, so a note to our listeners that like to stay ahead of the films that we review. There, This film is a Christmas switch. It's not the Christmas switch, <laughs> which is another TV Christmas Witch movie from the year earlier um, starring mm. Natasha Kinski. It's not that one. It's a Christmas Witch was about two mums swapping bodies. So um, if you're looking out for it, uh, rumour is it's on for free on YouTube. So just look there. <laughs> um, a Christmas Witch. Yeah, that's it for another episode cool. of the Swapcast podcast. Until next time, I was Paul Mitzi. I was Brendan Levi. And I was Lucy Thomas. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Swapcast is hosted by Paul Mitzi and edited by Brendan Levi. Our theme song was written and performed by John Marco of Two Creative, featuring Lucy Thomas, recorded at Browntown Studios.